0: good news. I love good news. I love news. It's encouraging, uplifting. I like positivity. And here's some good news for you. This is from Carmen. Carmen called us and said, thank you for praying about her family's financial situation. Because of prayer, they were able to get both the house payment and car insurance payments lowered to more manageable payments. God answers prayer. I love that. And I love how practical God is on the things that we need whether it's lowering car payments, whether it's financial to help with wisdom on how to save a little bit of money. I love that God's practical in terms of helping us manage our time, how to manage our health and, and have self-control and discipline and some of the things we eat and some exercise. God is so very practical. And you might be watching right now and you need God to help you with something. Maybe you're watching and you've got some emotional issues Maybe you're watching and you struggle with anxiety, panic attacks. God wants to help you and set you free from that. Whatever the needs are in your life, hop on the phone, get on the website. We know that God answers prayer, and we love to pray for you. And of course, I want to say to our partners, a special shout out. Thank you, partners. You're so very essential for helping us, for helping us cover the earth with the word. You're essential. In fact, if you're watching today right now in this moment, it's because a partner had said, yes, I want to help you financially. I want to be praying for you. Marilyn and Sarah, we today are receiving the benefits of partners. And thank you again and again and again for who you are and your consistent, steady support and prayer. Thank you so very much. And we're going to be joining a teaching that I've done. I love this teaching because it's one of the promises of God. It's the promise that God says to us, I know the plans I have for you, plans to give you hope and a future, plans to prosper you. You're watching right now. And if you need encouragement in your soul for this promise, then keep watching. Hey there, I'm so very, very, very thrilled to hang out with you today. And here's the thing, I want to encourage you, because you might be watching right now, you might be feeling concerned about the future. You might be thinking, wow, you know, I don't know that it's going to be a good future. It might be discouraged, you might have received some bad news, a diagnosis from a, from a doctor that's <laughs> super discouraging. Maybe you had some information, some kind of communication with your kids that have been very disheartening to you. Maybe you're just struggling in your own soul with some emotional issues and you just think, wow, I'm really having a hard time. And I want to encourage you today. And I want to encourage you with this verse. It's Jeremiah 29, verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you, give you hope and a future. You might be watching this today and thinking, yeah, I've heard that voice. I've heard that voice and I've heard that verse. I've heard God speak to me through that verse. And I wanna encourage you today that this verse is very relevant to you. You might be watching, you say, well, it may not be relevant to me now, but I'll bet you have some friends or neighbors or, or relatives that this would be very encouraging to you. you. might hop on the phone and call them and say, hey, you need to watch today with Marilyn and Sarah, because God wants to minister to you and minister to your friends, your family, your relatives. Really say, hey, wait a second, let's listen to what God says. Because when we get discouraged, when we have bad news, we get a bad report, we get some communication, conversation with somebody that's, man, it's really discouraging, you're like, wow, what's going to happen? We have these questions in our mind, uncertainty. Those things can really start to weigh in our thoughts and create, you know, kind of panic and fear and worry and anxiety. But this verse, Jeremiah 29 11, is to interrupt that panic, worry, anxiety, fear stuff. And I love this verse because I've heard it in my own mind. I've heard it in my own heart at various times. I remember there were some times I got some discouraging news about one of my kids. And I was like, wow, you know, and it was very, very... Very unsettling, very unraveling to me. And and I remember hearing this verse in my head. I remember one time driving to to one of my kids' places where they were and, and and there was very bad things happening all around and I was very concerned. I remember driving and hearing that that verse in my mind, I know the plans I have for you, Sarah, plans to prosper you. I know the plans I have for your your kid that you're really concerned about. I have plans to prosper them, give them hope and a future. And that verse settled into my heart and and was really stabilizing to me in that crisis moment. You might be watching right now and maybe you feel that kind of worry, fear, panic, anxiety, or maybe you just have had this slow erosion where it seems like news is bad and continually bad and bad and bad. And we want to pray for you. So hop on the phone, get on the website. We would love to pray for you. Then pray this verse, Jeremiah 29, 11. God knows the plans he has for you, plans to prosper you, give you hope and a future. Hop on the phone, get on the website. We love to pray for you. When I was thinking about this verse, you know, I always totally dig the Bible, right? I mean, the Bible is like, woo, super high octane, like God encourages me and talks to me through the Bible. But when I was thinking about this verse, I'm always about context. Because when you think about the Bible... And we can tend to kind of pick and choose hopscotch verses that we like, really helpful. But I also have found it immensely helpful to look at the context and to think about what's happening, not just in the context of, of this actual chapter and verse, but also what's happening historically. Because when you frame Jeremiah 29, 11 and you understand, hey, this is what's going on. This is the audience. This is what they're going through. This is what God is saying. That helps us as well. Because... I believe, without a shadow of a doubt, that many of you watching might be going through some similar things that this audience, when they read it, that they were going through as well. So this is what's happening at this time. Jeremiah writes this and he sends a letter and the people he is writing to, his audience, are recent um, refugees, if you will. These are people who have been displaced, moved out of Israel, into exile, into Babylon. And so they have left their homeland. And this was not kind of like, you know, well, you know, a little small, trivial little thing. They were traumatized. They were severely traumatized. Many of them had gone through and seen horrific military violence, I mean, like off the charts, worse than Hollywood. And they saw it with their own eyes. They saw their own homes burned. They saw their own kids or their own parents. They saw family members that had been brutally murdered. And they they were walking out of this horrible, horrible situation out of Israel that's just been traumatized, just been put through all kinds of Horrific experiences, all kinds of famine, the lack of food, and just terrible, terrible stuff. And they are walked all the way from Israel, all the way to Babylon. So this would be over maybe like in Iraq, modern day Iraq, in that area. And they have to walk, walk all that way. There's no like Uber, there's no cars and highways and trains. They're walking all that way. And if you put yourself in their sandals, this has got to be so absolutely unraveling, disturbing. You just think so much grief and so much sadness and so much loss and so much trauma. You just think, oh, can they just, can you take any more? And you might be watching today and you feel that way. Maybe you've just come through a horrific time. You've just had tremendous loss. You lost some issues, some some of your job, or maybe you lost a family member. Maybe you've lost your marriage and you're just going through this horrific, you're walking every day and it just feels like it's, absolutely horrible and discouraging and i want to i want to encourage you call today we want to pray for you that god has plans and hope and a future for you you may not feel it you may not see it right now in your heart you may only just feel the intensity of the loss and the grief and and all the discouragement but god has good things for you hope and a future hop on the phone get on the website we want to pray for you that god would really let this verse settle into your heart because when these these exiles, these Jewish exiles, finally land in Babylon, Jeremiah writes them this letter. And in the letter is this one verse that we often look at and encourages us. I know the plans I have for you. God knows the plans that God has for you. And God has plans for you to give you hope and a future. Plans to prosper you and to give you good things. So when you look at the context of this verse, and the people who are listening to this or reading this letter It helps you appreciate, hey, there's other people who have been in horrific situations, not just me, not just my family member, not just my co-worker, not just a friend of mine. There are other people who have walked in horrific, horrible situations and have been very discouraged. And God says this to you. I know the plans I have for you, plans to give you hope in a future, plans to prosper you. That's what Jeremiah writes to these exiles who are now in Babylon. And when you think about these exiles who are in Babylon, it's interesting because they, as they moved now from their homeland and remember, appreciate the fact that they lived in Israel, they're Jewish people. So this is a homeland that they've had literally for like probably a millennia, several hundreds of years and they have all this background, they have David as their king, they have Solomon. I mean, you have all this historical, you have the temple that was set up, you have Moses given the 10 commandments. I mean, this is the promised land and they're leaving, they're leaving a place of promise a place that they that God has blessed and prospered. They're leaving that and they're going to a foreign country. They're going to a Gentile country where there is no temple. There is no other Jewish people. They're out there kind of on their own and, and isolated and disconnected from everything they've known, everything that's been familiar, all of their heritage, all of their history and upbringing. They feel very isolated. And you might be feeling isolated too. You might be feeling like I've moved and I'm in a new place in a new season and I don't have any connection to my past. I don't have any connection to the promises of God. Let me just say this to you. The promises of God are not dependent on on where you live, who you're around, what's happening. The promises of God are true no matter what's going on in your life. And we would love to pray this promise over you today. No matter if you feel isolated, you feel disconnected, you feel like you're not seeing any of God moving and doing stuff. We would love to pray this promise over you. Hop on the phone, get on the website, because we know that the promises of God and the word of God does not return void. The promises of God are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. And so in just a little moment here, I encourage you hop on the phone, get on, on the website. We want to pray for you. But in just a little minute, we're gonna come back and look at some specific things that Jeremiah said related to the plans I know that God has for us, plans to prosper us, give us hope in a future. There's some very specific um, keys, important things that we can take away from this chapter based on what Jeremiah said and based on this promise. So how do we work into this and walk into this in our daily living? We'll come back in just a minute.
2: Are you concerned about the future? Do you need encouragement? Are you having a hard time seeing the hope and path God has planned for you? For your gift of $29 or more, we will send you Sarah's powerful teaching DVD, Hope for the Future. When we get discouraged, receive bad news, feel panic, or experience anxiety, reading and praying Jeremiah 29 can stabilize our hearts. In this transformative teaching, Sarah gives keys from this powerful passage that will help us through rough times. We will also send you Marilyn's teaching CD, a brand new start, her book, You Can Bounce Back, and our destiny scripture card. For your gift of $100 or more, we will send you the Jesus I Trust You canvas by renowned artist, Alan Poults. This painting will remind you of the love Jesus has for you and through him you have hope for the future. God's promises are true no matter what you are facing. Call or click today for this anointed resource.
3: In parts of Asia, babies and toddlers growing up in the sex industry do not have safe childhoods. Instead, they are left on the streets abused and neglected while their mothers work. They have nowhere safe to go. You can change this. Nightcare provides a safe place for these babies and toddlers where they are loved and cared for. Every night at the center, they are given a nutritious meal, toys to play with, and a safe place to sleep. Help us provide safe childhoods for these babies and toddlers. Help us protect babies and toddlers from the horrors of the sex industry. $38 protects one baby for one month. Donate now by calling
0: 888-985-2000. Thank you so much for watching. And we're continuing our teaching this today on Jeremiah 29:11. I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you, give you hope in a future. And we just talked, you know, just in that little previous segment, we talked about who Jeremiah was writing this to and what was happening in their mind, what was going on around them. And we learned that they were coming into, out of, uh, out of Israel and moving into Babylon. And, and they were very traumatized from this exile experience because there had been all kinds of military conflict and all kinds of huge violent things. And they're being displaced. They're being displaced from uh, their promised land, all of their history, their heritage, the temple, and they're having to move into Babylon. Babylon is a Gentile country empire and it's very discouraging and disheartening to them and it's interesting because I believe that what they went through some of you watching today might be in that same scenario where you you're like I'm I have had to change I've had to change my job from a great job that's been phenomenal and now I'm in a new place in a new season and a new job and and that's a transition you're like I like the old better and I know this happens to us as well. Sometimes maybe we've moved. I remember one time when I moved from Can- from Denver to Kansas City when I first got married and I remember thinking, oh, you know, <laughs> reading this verse because I was like, I don't want to live in Kansas City. I want to live in Denver. This is my homeland. This is where I know, you know. And I remember moving to Kansas City, thinking, oh, you know. And and my new husband, Reese, at the time, he's like, well, this isn't such a bad place. I'm like, yeah, but it's not my promised land, my homeland. And and sometimes we go through those experiences. Maybe we've had a diagnosis from uh, from a doctor with something, a health condition that we have. We're like, we remember back when I was healthy. And strong and vibrant, and I could do this. And now it's a shift, and I am not able to do what I did in the past. And so sometimes when we have those changes and transitions, we look back and we say, the past was better. You know, we think back, well, back in that day, you know, things were good, and things were. And I just want to encourage you you might be maybe having the temptation to live in the past, to live in the good old days. And I want to encourage you that God has plans to prosper you, give you hope in a future today, but also into your future. And if that's a struggle for you and you you find yourself living in the past and you have a hard time seeing God doing good things for now and the future, hop on the phone, get on the website. We would love to pray for you, that God would help you to have that confidence in your heart that God is working, God is alive, God is on the throne, God has good things in the future and not just what happened in the past. Because that's what Jeremiah is telling these people in exile. He's like, you know what? God is still God. God is still sovereign. God is still omniscient, knowing everything. And God is still omnipotent, all-powerful. No matter where you're at, whether you're in exile in Babylon, no matter you've had a change in your job, no matter you had a change of relationship status, God is still God. God is still on the throne. And God is sovereign. And God has good things for us. And sometimes when we're in these seasons where we feel like we're in exile on the backside of the desert, it can be difficult because we can look at our circumstances and our situations. We can say, I don't see God. I don't see God moving. I don't see God doing the miraculous. I don't see God intervening. I don't see God's fingerprints. And sometimes it's hard, hard to believe and trust that God is doing stuff. But Family, I just want to encourage you that when we don't see God moving, we don't see evidence of God's sovereignty. We don't see proof, if you will, of God doing something, miraculous intervention. We can, no matter what we see, no matter how we feel, no matter what's happening around us, we can trust fundamentally in the character of God, the goodness of God. And and I, I just challenge you and I encourage you in this. The loving kindness of God endures Forever, God's character doesn't change. God is steadfast, faithful, stable, and consistent. No matter what you see, no matter what's happening around you, no matter how you feel, you can choose to trust in the character of God even when you don't see the evidence and the proof of God. That's a really important key for you in this season, in this time. And I just want to encourage you, if you're struggling to trust in the character of God, we'd love to pray for you. Hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray that God would help you to bridge and make that decision. Sometimes trusting in the character of God is a moment-by-moment decision. I don't know what you're doing, but I trust in you, God. I trust in your faithfulness. I trust in your character. I trust that you are good. No matter what I'm going through, God is good. And, you know, when we look at, at Jeremiah 29, 11, God says, I know the plans I have for you, plans to give you hope in the future, plans to prosper you. But Jeremiah also tells us and gives us some really helpful keys in how to do this. How do we trust in the character, the faithfulness, the goodness of God? And one of the things that Jeremiah says in verse 5, and I always like looking at the context for these verses because the context oftentimes is even more powerful than just the one key promise. We, li- we dial into the one key promise, but when we think about the context, it can give us some steps on how to live in this promise, how to see this promise in our daily existence. And so, so verse 5 here is really important because when you read the backstory to this promise, this is what Jeremiah is encouraging the people in exile to do. And this is one of the steps that will help you to live in this promise. And he says in verse five, and remember he's saying this to exiles, people who have left Israel and they're in Babylon. And what happens is a lot of times when we have moved and we're in a different season and a different place and a different location, we look back and we're like, well, let's go back. Let's go back to what we had back there was good. And it's, it's similar to the Israelites when they were leaving Egypt, coming out of slavery. Well, let's go back to Egypt because it was better there the uncertainty than the uncertainty that we have here. And I think the exiles in Babylon were, were having the same ideas. Let's go back to Israel because that's our homeland. That's the promised land. That's what we know. That's what we're familiar, comfortable. We don't want to live in this Gentile new place, new existence. But even when it's a new place and a new existence and a new, new location, new geography... God's promises still remain. And this is what Jeremiah says in verse 5. He says this, build houses and live in them. And then verse 5 also, plant gardens, eat the fruit, take wives and become fathers. But build houses. And what he's saying here is get permanent. You need to shift your thinking. Because if we always live in the past, if we always live in what was and the grandeur of, of history, we'll never settle in And what Jeremiah says is get permanent, change your mindset, change your thinking. Let's not go back to what was, let's not live in the yesteryears and the glory days. Get get permanent here, get permanent, get accustomed to, figure out where you are and find how how to navigate in this place, build houses. And I remember I had to make that shift when I moved and I got married. I moved to Kansas City. I was like, you know, I, I was thinking I'll go back to Denver and Denver's my home and all that. And there was a shift for me in my thing. And, and I felt like God said this to me. Sarah, this is your home. Get planted here. Figure out <laughs> figure out how to get to the grocery store here. Stop living in the past. Stop living, you know, how you could walk up to Safeway, you know, where you were home, back home in Denver. Get planted here, Sarah. Because God is in this place, in this season, in this opportunity. And with the new people around you, God is in this moment here and now. And you might be struggling with that. You might be struggling saying, I don't want to get planted. I want to go back to what I had. And God is encouraging you. You can absolutely recognize that's true. You want to go back. But this is the new season. This is the new day. This is the new location. This is a new era. And God can help you make that shift and make that transition because it's important. If you're going to live in the plans that God has for you to prosper, give you hope in a future, then part of that is being planted and settling in now in this season, in this time. So if that's a struggle for you, I'd encourage you to hop on the phone, get on the website. God can help you get planted. What does that mean and look like for you today? Well, what does that mean, look like for you in planning for your future and all that? Well, God can help you walk through what that looks like a step at a time. But we want to pray for you that God would help you to make that transition and shift. So hop on the phone, get on the website, and remember this as well. When you get planted, it's a part of the process for God's plans, hope, and a future in your life. Part of that is being planted and getting settled and established in this new norm. God has good things for you and for me. Let's continue to drill down and keep our our eyes on the promise of God that says, I know the plans I have for you. God knows. God knows how to help you in this season, how to get planted here. And God has good things for you in this new normal. Plans to prosper you, give you hope and a future. God is a sovereign God and he loves you. He cares for you immensely.
2: Are you concerned about the future? Do you need encouragement? Are you having a hard time seeing the hope and path God has planned for you? For your gift of $29 or more, we will send you Sarah's powerful teaching DVD, Hope for the Future. When we get discouraged, receive bad news, feel panic, or experience anxiety, reading and praying Jeremiah 29 can stabilize our hearts. In this transformative teaching, Sarah gives keys from this powerful passage that will help us through rough times. We will also send you Marilyn's teaching CD, a brand new start, her book, You Can Bounce Back, and our destiny scripture card. For your gift of $100 or more, we will send you the Jesus I Trust You canvas by renowned artist, Alan Poults. This painting will remind you of the love Jesus has for you and through him you have hope for the future. God's promises are true no matter what you are facing. Call or click today for this anointed resource.
0: I just want to thank you for watching today, and I want to pray specifically for each of you watching because some of you, you're in this, like, so to speak, perfect storm. It's a convergence of a financial crisis, a health crisis, an emotional crisis, relationship crisis. You're like in the middle of all of it. You're like, man, I just don't know, like a Job season. Some of you watching right now, you're not in the middle of like that massive convergence, but one of those things is a major issue to you. You, Some of you are struggling. There's a huge relationship shift. Some of you watching, there's a health shift. And you're like, well, I don't have all of them, but I have this one specific. Some of you watching, you've had some financial struggles. You're like, a change in the job and there's some uncertainty. And I want to pray for each of you watching, no matter if it's a huge convergence or if it's just One or a couple of these things right now. But God has plans to prosper you, give you hope and a future. So I want to pray for you right now. Father, I thank you that you're a good father. A loving, kind, heavenly father. You're attentive and you know our days. I pray for each person watching right now that you would encourage them. That they would fix their eyes on you. Not on the situation, not on the bad news, but you would encourage their hearts. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would move into their thoughts, into their emotions, into their their heart and their soul, and bring your truth and your comfort and your strength and your reality. I pray, Isaiah 11 you, hover over each person watching right now and encourage them in this promise. Thank you for doing this. In Jesus' name, amen. God's promises are yes and amen even today.